for being us, oh God. Our Father, oh God, we bless your name, oh God, for loving us, oh God. Past our sin, oh God. We love you today, oh God. Oh God, we just love you today, oh God. We pour out our worship, oh God, unto you, oh God. We empty ourselves out before you, oh God. We empty ourselves out, oh God. Yeah, I'm not going to stop it. 
Jesus. Come on, just stay right there. Let him work that work in you. He's doing a great work like Nehemiah. And I can't come down. I'm going to stay right here. And I'm going to keep building. I'm going to keep pressing. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep trying and going forward. Oh, we 
that you are planted in 
apenas a ou it shall live it shall live ei na ba ba Yes, Jesus. We pray. Oh, <laughs> 
Oh, we humble ourselves in your presence. We humble ourselves in your glory. In your glory. We humble ourselves before you, Lord. You're holy. Holy, holy. We humble ourselves in your presence, Lord. We humble ourselves, Lord. We humble down, we humble down, we bow down, oh Jesus, we bow down in your presence, we bow down in your glory, we bow down, we bow down, we bow down in your presence. You are the chain breaker tonight in the midst of us, God. We thank you tonight, Father. You are our daddy. We can come boldly to the throne. We can humbly come. Hallelujah. We humbly come. We humble ourselves under your mighty hand. Hallelujah. You give grace to the humble. So we humble ourselves in this place. We humble ourselves in you. Oh, we look unto you. You are the author and the finisher of our faith. Hallelujah, we trust you in everything that we've done and everything that we do to the glory of your name. We trust you. Daddy, we trust you. We trust you. We find our strength in you, God. We trust you. We find our hope in you, oh, Father God. We trust you. Oh, we trust you tonight, Father. We thank you, Lord. 
Thank you for all the teachings. Thank you for the wisdom. Thank you for the understanding. Thank you for the enlightenment. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this place where we can come and we can press in in a corporate setting. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. We open up the doors of our hearts to you, oh God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Even as you open up the gates unto us. Hallelujah. You open, you open up the gates, the leave gate. Ha Yabasiandolo Ribataya. You've opened up the gates of heaven. You've opened up the gates of knowledge. And you filled us with your treasures, Lord. You give us understanding, God, in all things. You call the eyes of our understanding to be enlightened that we may know the hope of the calling. We may know why you called us into this life. Hallelujah. Jesus, you give us clarity. You give us instructions. You give us wisdom. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We'll not be like the nine. Hallelujah. But we'll be like the one that returns to bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. 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 Show us your ways, God. Show us your ways, your ways. Show us your ways, God. Show us your ways, your ways, your ways, your ways. Your ways are higher, your thoughts are deeper. Show us, Jesus. Show us, show us, Jesus. Show us. Just when we think we've got something, you come and you show us something else. Just when we think we know we got it all figured out, God, you come and reveal something else. Show us your ways. Show us your ways, Jesus. Your ways are higher. Your ways are higher. Your thoughts are deep. Your thoughts are deep. Deep calling unto deep. Your deep thoughts are calling me deep. Deep, 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 deep. deep. <laughs> Hallelujah. Deep, deep, deep. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Father, we love you. We honor your presence.
Let him have his way. Lord, I yield to you. Lord, I yield to you. Lord, I yield to you. Jesus, let it go. I speak peace in your life. 
Every spirit that lodges on your nerve, I command it to break. I command it to break. Every spirit that lodges on your nerves, I command it to come off. Come off in Jesus' name. Teach you how to hold the ground, God, as you set her free. I decree levels and dimensions of freedom in the name of Jesus.
<sighs> Stay as long as he keep you there. Don't move before God. Just receive that that deep peace.
Touch us in our emotions. But the Bible says God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit. Thank you, Jesus. And the yoke should be destroyed because of the anointing. Father, we thank you for your presence. We don't deserve it, but you keep visiting us. And we thank you. We honor you for your presence. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. 
Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That baby was caught up in the moment. She's all in the mirror, trying to sing. She don't even know the words. And she's just in her own. <laughs> See, when the speaker of God is in a place, watch the children. Well, you should be focused, but you turn around and watch the kids when you open your eyes. Tell Thank you, Jesus. I can stay right here and go on home. <laughs> oh, glory. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> when I was in the world, I used to get high as a kite. Smoking more dope. But I ain't got to smoke no dope to get high now. <laughs> and it's a whole different kind of high. <laughs> yeah. The old saints are old saints. Every round goes higher and higher. Whoa. And you get higher and higher. Seize the moment. You got to seize the moment. Because that moment may not come back for a minute. David said, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. You tasted me, man. Tasted me, your enemy. Amen. Hallelujah. So you can Hallelujah. My God. Somebody say something is birthing. Something is birthing. It's birthing. It's coming out. Yes. <coughs> can y'all feel it? Yes. <laughs> you feel it, don't you? I know you feel it. You sound like you feel it. It's birthing. It's got to come out of here. So you got to go in. You can't just go through the motions. When you go in, something shifts mm -hmm. on the inside of you. And you don't want to get up. And you don't want to come out of it. So, but at this time, if you have anything to share, let me see your hands. You got something to share? Okay. Come here, Michael. Take the mic to Take it down. Yes, yes. Oh, it is Jesus. I, you get to talk in the mic, girl. Come out. Okay, so as you guys know, I did go to Florida. We we glad to see you back. We missed you. I missed you. I missed you guys too. You just don't know. Um, well, while I was in Florida, my husband had uh, recently sent some money to purchase another vehicle. And um, when I got down to Florida, the guy had told me that the car was gonna be prepared on Tuesday for us. And I got there Tuesday and he told me that the car wasn't ready. So he made me wait until Friday to give me the car. 
And when he gave me the car on Friday, he told me the car was fully maintenance, the car was, everything was taken care of. And Saturday morning, as I left the house and went around the corner to go to a gas station to fill up the car, Maitland's light came on. So, ah, I don't know, because you guys are gonna learn me. I'm not a bootleg type person. So if the car's from Honda, I'm going to Honda. If it's from Toyota, I'm going to Toyota. Because at the end of the day, they will never show you the wrong way because they're the dealer that actually makes the vehicle. So I took the car, I texted him and I said, listen, you said the car was fully maintenance, but the maintenance light came on. And I'm not understanding how you make me wait. Not only you had the money three weeks in advance before, we even, before I even left, you made me wait three extra days and then for not even 24 hours for the light to, the maintenance light to come on. Oh, I did do maintenance, I'm not lying. Oh, okay, okay, if you think, if you think it's that big, just take it to Honda dealer. Take it to Honda dealer. Car has six recalls on it. Car has no airbags that are gonna deploy if I get into a car accident. Car has 15% of oil in the transmission and in the engine. Okay? When the people called me and told me that, I told them how much was the damage is gonna be, how much it was gonna cost. They told me the recalls are free because recalls are things that they fix automatically. That's the issue within the company. So they fixed all the recalls. Um, after checking the engine and everything, they told me that the safety, the seat belts and stuff, they couldn't release the vehicle to me because the, not the seat belts, the airbags would, weren't deployed. So they made me wait 24 hours. They said it's something that I possibly have to pay for. And we all know airbags are very expensive. So the next day, um, around 10.30 in the morning, they called me and they said, um, well, the, the, the day that I brought the vehicle, they told me to come back in four hours, that the car would be ready for me in four hours. Before that four hours even reached, they was able to call me and tell me everything that was going on with the car. And they told me they had no longer had any loaners at the time to lend me a car so I could use for the night. So I would have to come get the car in the morning, which I didn't have a problem with because it's better to not be with the car than to have a car with the issue. So then the next morning they called me, they told me that um, everything that everything that was wrong with the car was taken care of, was no problems, no issues, everything was revamped for me, and all I had to pay was $69.25. Whoa! Yes. Hallelujah! Yes, you guys. Ah, so, I'm thankful for that. I had to share that because I could have took the road. I've seen two, I saw two semi-trucks shut upside down with their wheels up on the highway in Texas. So I was thankful because I said at the end of the day, I just don't know what would have happened if I would have been that two days early or that one hour early on that road. That could have been me. So I just wanted to share that and say thank God for that. Hallelujah. Glory. You mean the engine had 15% oil in it? Because you say in transmission. The engine and the transmission had 15%. Oh. That's why the maintenance light came on and not the It wasn't enough in it. It would have no. locked the engine up, wouldn't it, Jeremiah? It would have locked the engine up. I would have I, I would have blew the engine and the transmission if I would have took that 18-hour drive on that car, in that car. Because it measures the viscosity level of the oil. So if it's that thin, 
still make stuff pop. It will? Mm-hmm. 15% is not easy. And I was, I drove it. <coughs> like but water. I guess something just was telling me, like, something was telling me, like, not to trust it, though. Mm-hmm. But, of course, the God that I serve, he didn't wait 24 hours. He's a big God. He showed me before the time. Mm-hmm. After everybody uses the mic, I need the wipes so we could just wipe it off. I think that's be more everybody, including me. I, I use my, my mic. Praise God. Come on, give God praise for that. Hallelujah. $69. Huh? Was it a Honda? Yeah, a Honda Accord. What? Mm-hmm. Amen. Honda don't play, girl. No, they don't. Amen. God is good. They they did the transmission and the um the recall. You had a, a, a overhaul, yeah, complete the overhaul. The recalls that they had were engine issues too. So I could I just don't don't know what it, what would have happened. God is a mighty God. Yeah, He's so faithful. That's why you got to pray in the spirit because you don't know what you're gonna intercede for or what you're interceding for. Amen. Amen. All right, anybody else got anything they want to share? After prayer, doing prayer, full prayer. That's awesome. You got to give that some more. Tell that testimony Sunday. God is a mighty God. I like to hear stuff like that. God step in. When the devil tried to set you up, he fall into his own trap. Yeah, he, that guy, he is way more, way more to the story. I just... Gave y'all a shortcut. The short version. That's all right. He actually went to the dealer and went to pick up that car. I had to call the police on him. Oh. Uh, Yes. Oh, the devil cut a monkey on him. Oh, yeah. But that's all right, because see, the trial. He lied, he lied, he lied, he lied, he lied to the police officers. Them police officers. That's okay, that's okay. That's okay. Because I see, won regardless because he kept on lying. The police officers. That's okay. Lied. That's part that was part of your test. That was part of your test. So how you maintain your composure, what you do when you being tested. That was a part of your test. So how you responded, how you, how you responded. If you didn't pass the test, it's going to come again. Maybe not the same exact way, but it will be the same type of test. Amen? Amen. All right. Anybody else? No? All right. Well, the nation's still locked in the realm. I am... Uh, Jeremiah, you came in. You missed half of it. <clears throat> oh, no. That's okay. That's okay. As long as you made it. You made it. Somebody say it's better late than never. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it ain't better late than never. But sometimes it is. Like she said, sometimes you, you miss. She missed all of the what she saw. She didn't get there. So her car was held up for a reason. You see? So it was no need for her to get out of character. I'm not saying you did, but it was no need for her to get out of character because God allowed the car to be held up so she can miss what was going on down the road. I remember we was coming from uh, we were coming from up north, and there was an accident, and um, we left hours before it happened. We left before it happened, and it was a pile up. The truck came over here. The, 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 the traffic was at a dead stop. Mm-hmm. It came over the hill, and it was rolling. And once it hit the cars, that was it. And the other stuff, other trucks and stuff came behind it. Mm-hmm. 
and it was a pileup and a couple of people died on the road. And uh, and we, 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 we could have been in that. We were coming from, from up north. But sometimes things happen, stuff is delayed, and we can't, we should not get in our flesh. We should just like, okay, God, you work all things together for good to them that love you, that are called according to what? Your purpose. And Apostle said, them that what? Pray. Because you pray. Amen. Um, I wanted to share some of the things that we got in prayer and some of the days that y'all gave them. I'm trying to find one with a, a date, date on it. Um, okay, I didn't write the dates down on some of them. Oh, here go one. Um, I think all these is the same day. So this is this was last year in May. Uh, let me see if I can find one. What's today's date? The second, April second. The second. Let me see. Let me see if I can find one from April. Cause some of them I didn't date. How many of y'all? How many of y'all wrote down? I was supposed to be gave y'all all these. I should need to give this to. Either Matern or Kiana, let y'all transform this into paperwork, type it up and print it out. Because remember, I'm supposed to gave this to y'all. So we started prayer. It's a shame, Papa, that Sheila didn't put no date on here, y'all. Give me one minute. I put day one of prayer. Well, I don't know what day one was. So it must have been something like the April, the it was in the middle of April, so I got the 18th on the next one. But day one of prayer, we had Proverbs 31, well, what God gave me was Proverbs 31 and 30. Favor is deceitful, but in beauty is vain. The woman that fears the Lord shall be praised. And I guess this is Isaiah. This is Isaiah. Hmm. Isaiah, I think it's one. Look like I have 49 and 4. I don't know. Okay, read my own writing, y'all. <laughs> Find that scripture where God says he beautified a meek with salvation. So I wrote, a woman who fears the Lord walks in reverence to the Lord, and she shall be praised. And he beautifies the humble with salvation, deliverance. He beautifies us. Is that what I got? 149. Okay, read it. For the Lord taketh pleasure in his people. He will beautify the meat with salvation. So God take pleasure in us. Hallelujah. And he'll beautify the meek. The Bible said the meek shall inherit the earth. He beautify the meek with salvation, with deliverance. So he was saying he beautifies us. And so this, if you remember, this is when um, this corona thing 
quote unquote, started. So it says, I wrote, it, it, it is a time of reflecting, a time of meditating, self-examination and evaluation, a time to cipher through your life and discard, discard what's not important, what's important, what's important and what, what is not important. This is the hour of transformation transfiguration this was last year a time to reflect retrospect reset and resurrect you get that that was at the beginning and mature grab the scripture mature you grab first peter um two and four and romans 12 and one And Kiana, you had John 12 and 24. I know, I just want to read a portion of this. I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to start going through this a little bit at a time as we um, proceed forward. And um, even got words from Carcilia and Dakima. And so we, we can all start together. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. I say it's not how you start. It's how you finish. So some of us started. And then some of us fell off. Some of us be in and out. But see, what God moves in is a consistent, steady flow. Like that girl sing. I like that song, y'all. I be singing that song back. And be thinking around the pop. <laughs> steady love. He give me love so steady. I mean, y'all heard that. Don't be, don't be so sanctified. I know you done heard it, Jeremiah. Yeah. <laughs> Steady love. How many of y'all heard that? Yeah. Not me. India Ari. India Ari. Oh. You give me, he give me love so steady. Touch my mind. Touch my heart. <laughs> now I'm ready. <laughs> I'm just saying. I like it because the word is talking about steady, consistent. It's not the like, you know, it's the consistency. He ain't changing. He ain't in and out, up and down. He love me and love her too. He ain't got to love her and love you too. It ain't two of us. Amen. Hello. Amen. A lot of men got two women, y'all. You may be the sidekick if you his kick. What? <laughs> she listened. I know. I know. <laughs> That's nothing. Mama have to tell you about that when you get home. She's going to ask you. Come on, what's the scripture? You said 1 Peter 2 and 1. 1 Peter 2 and 4. And you got Romans 12 and 1. This is how we started. Okay, 2 and 4. 
It says, coming to him as, as to a living stone, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God in, in precious. Mm. In precious. So you've been rejected by men, but you chosen by God. And he, God said, when you come to him, he's going to beautify you with his salvation, his deliverance, his healing. He's going to restore your life to where it's supposed to be. See, your true identity, you ain't seen yet. But you're developing. The Bible says the whole creation waited for the manifestation. It groaned and travailed in pain together. Waiting to see the manifestations of the sons of God. You are the sons of God. When you, when you really, really understand the image of God in you, you won't let the devil make you get down in the dirt with the pigs and the swines and the devil and all that other stuff. You won't allow the enemy to pull you off course. You hear me? And have you eat junk, garbage, and mess. You understand I'm royalty. I am a king's kid. And so I, I'm not, I don't, and, and not, not in pride, but it's like, I'm not stooping that low with the devil. I'm not coming down. And Jesus did not, Jesus did not, God did not tell me to lick the dust. He told Satan. So why would I be down in the dust, in the dirt? Only to humble myself before God. That's the only way I'm getting low is to get before God. I'm humbling myself in his presence. I mean, we walk humbly to with, toward one another. But I'm saying when it comes to spirits and demons, why would we stoop so low? Uh-uh. The devil belongs where? Where? Behind me. No, he ain't get behind me. He gonna get where? Under your foot, not behind you. No. Jesus told him that, but he couldn't touch Jesus. I don't want it behind me. You get under my foot where you belong because I'm treading on the head of every what? Serpent. I'm royalty. You royalty. You a king. I'm telling you, the um, Africans and other nations of people, they they have a revelation of what a queen is. We the ones don't. But God called us to rule and reign as what? Kings. And I'm a woman, so I'm a queen. But I carry the authority of the king because the king where is where? Yes. So I'm not getting low. I'm not stooping low with devils and demons. I'm walking and carrying the purity and the holiness of God. Y'all hear that lady sing? Did you hear the purity in her? Could you hear the peer? There's a purity in, in, in music. Listen to the music that you listen to. Some of it ain't pure. Some of the people ain't pure. They move, they can move your flesh. They make you feel, yes, I feel it. Oh, yes, I feel it. But when the more you get closer you get to God, it ain't the feeling. It ain't what you feel in your flesh. It's what ministers to your inner man. Read Romans 12 and 1. Where y'all Bibles at? 12 and 1 says, 
I beseech you, therefore. Mm-mm. Go ahead. No, I'm talking to the people who ain't got their Bibles. Put your phones away, please. We're going to power them off. We're going to start powering our phones. I want you. You taking notes? Pencil and paper. Today you excuse. Yeah. you going to. You need your glasses. They right there too. Thank you. Can't see them. Come on. Look, if we was in the army, you'll be doing 50 push-ups. Every time you come with no Bible, no pen and paper. I excuse you today. Y'all can get y'all phones, except for Ronation. Flip the pages. She in the hot seat. God the minister to a hold your ground. Don't let what I say shift you now. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. I love y'all. I love y'all. Y'all, y'all. Mm. Be like, back up, devil. I ain't scared of you. Back up. When you leave up out of here. And that devil ain't going to be able to pull you in your flesh. You just be looking at it like, really? Catch you later. Talk to the end because I ain't going to be standing there. You ain't, ain't going to give the devil the satisfaction. Because I'm not going to contend with devils. I'm going to bind them. Amen. That's what you're going to be saying. I'm not going to contend with you, devil. I'm going to bind you. And I ain't going to even know my mouth. Come on. Come on. Read. Read. Read on. I beseech you, therefore. I'm begging you. Brethren, by the mercies of God. By God's mercy, my brothers. That you present your bodies as living sacrifice. Holy, acceptable to God. Sacrifice your what? Body. Present it unto God. I present my body. That's what God wants. Why? Because he wants a what? A place he can dwell. He can live. Not in and out. He don't want to go in and out. He want to dwell there. Make his habitation. My dwelling place. Where he can say, Matern, you are the place that I dwell. You are my glory carrier. Where you go, I go. When you go in there, I'm going in there. And when I go in there, everything changes. I'm just looking for somebody that when they go in the grocery store and somebody was going to come in there with a gun, they couldn't do what they thought they was going to do because you entered in and you brought Elohim with you. Yes. Are you here? Read. Which is your reasonable service. This is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to present your body as a living sacrifice. Alive. Holy. Separated. Unto God. I present myself unto God. So some days that means that you sit just before. You just sit before him. You don't do nothing. Just sit. It's just me and God. 
Then all the earth keeps silent. God, I'm here. Just, I don't even got to turn the, I used to have to turn the music on to get there. But now that I walk with God, when I, I sit still, God is here. I ain't got to try to feel it. No more. Because he's ever present. Because I guard that anointing, Kiana. I guard it. I protect it. It's something. I guard it. And everything ain't gonna get it. Everything ain't gonna connect with it. Everything, uh uh. I'm talking to you. I'm guarding. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Because the thief cometh to do what? He comes to take it. He wants your stuff. That God gave you. All right, read on. And do not be conformed to this world. Don't be conformed. Don't let the world conform you. My friend sent me something today. And um, Sister John, Sister, Sister Gwen's sister. And I was looking at it. I was like, wow. See, when you're on God's course, he going to see, 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 let me tell you. Mm, 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 mm. I'm going to share it with y'all. So he was talking about the Nicolaitans. What Jesus said, uh, he said he had a problem with the Nicolaitans. And I'm not saying the name right. It's in the book of Revelations. Nicolaitans. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He had an issue with them because they were mingling. They were they were in the mixture. They was trying to be accepted, accept the world of um, getting the world to accept them. So they begin to mix with them, and that's what the church is doing today. But God always told His people to come out. But now we, the church is trying to get us all in. You know, like we can't just uh, kick them over. You know. Jesus loved them. Yeah, he loved them. But he said separate. And it blessed me. She said, she said, she said, this is what you be saying all the time. That's why you ain't got up off of it. And I promise you, I ain't never studied on them. I ain't never studied on that. I ain't gonna need to sit and tell you that lie. But I need to study on it. And I am. Because God is going to have a people. Come on. I, don't, I ain't going to go there. Come on. But be transformed by be the Be transformed. Transformation. Say, I must be transformed. I must be transformed. By the what? Renewing of my mind. I must renew my mind in the word of God. I got to keep that word before me. It's got to get in me. What causes me to travail and birth and things to come forth in the spirit realm in truth is the word of God. It's two things that we need. That is the word and prayer. The fasting helps you to helps you to get that flesh out the way. But the word of God and prayer is what does the work. So you must be transformed by renewing your mind in the word of God. 
That's the only way you're going to be transformed. And you must pray. You have to pray. Because what prayer does is it's like that, that tool. I keep telling you. It breaks the ground open. If the ground is not broken open, the seed of the word cannot go deep enough. And that's when Jesus told him you had three. The, he said the, the seed, the soil went forth to sow. And he threw the seeds. And some fell on good ground, some fell on stony ground, and some fell on, on, on earth that was fell on the, the, the ground, I guess, the concrete or whatever. But it did not bring forth because it did not, it was not planted or released into the ground that had been toiled or broken open. The seed of the word must germinate. Germinate means the seed dies externally and then it splits open and then it buds forth. So that seed must, the seed of the word must go in you and it must germinate in you. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The good, acceptable, perfect or complete will of God. Not your will, not my will. But the only way that's going to happen is I got to be what? Transform. I cannot be conformed to the world system. That has to be routed out of me, Jeremiah. So I have to fight, Jeremiah. I have to get up and fight. I got to literally open my mouth and tell the devil, no, I am not going in that direction. I have to literally get up and tell the devil and my flesh, you are going to do this. You are going to do that. You are going to follow. I want to sleep. I want to sleep. I want to sleep. Get up. I got up this morning. I was like, I just want to stay in the bed. I count my days down. But you know what? I couldn't stay in the bed. I had to get up. You know why I had to get up? Because I had stuff to do. So I told my flesh and my body, you're going to go to bed tonight early and you're going to get up this morning. You're going to do A, B, C, X, Y, Z. So I went and got my nails done, y'all. <laughs> that, was a, that was something I decided to do. Because I know I feel y'all in the spirit about my nails and bloom and boom, boom, boom. I be feeling y'all. Yes. They know, they know. My hair too. <laughs> so I y'all see my hair? It's black. Y'all like the black? It's brown. Is it brown? Oh, I gotta go back and do it again. I gotta do it again. I was trying to get the black. I thought I look good in black. I was like, ooh, I look 10 years younger. You do look, yeah, younger. You do look younger today. Than with the red. With no, the whatever black. you got going on right now. 
Oh, girl. <laughs> I'm about to take a picture and send it to a pop. <laughs> He's going to be like, send me a picture. I'm on this road. <laughs> Jeremiah. You had your hand up? No, I was agreeing with the stay in bed all morning. That's... Yeah, you want to kick back and chill, but it's like, no. You got work to do. You got stuff to get done. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I get up at 3 o'clock every day. See, in the morning, I get up, I usually get up at four, but I'm, I'm like, yes, Jesus. But God is saying, no, get up, get up, loose that bed. Yeah. I was so tired. I had the, I had my um, tablet. I was studying. I was like, I'm pr- I promise y'all I was studying, but I got to stand up on some chair because his chair, <laughs> his chair has his anointing in it. <laughs> It's called kick back and relax and doze on off into dreamland. And I'm telling you, that chair, I don't know. I don't know. But he can get rid of that chair. He ain't going to be sleeping. Because that chair, he he done put an anointing in that chair. You know he don't like nobody sitting in there. No, he don't like he don't like nobody sitting in there. But I'm telling you, if you, if you want to get some rest, sit in his chair. You would just go there. I'm telling you, I ain't never seen nothing like it in my life. All right, read on. I mean, we done, right? So, Carcilla said, you're going to be next. God is doing a love shift. We must love God with all we have. Take, take us higher. We are going against the grain. Receiving a double portion. I think, I, who got that? You. Y'all remember that? We're receiving a double portion. In order to get a double portion, you have to do what it takes. Like Elisha. Elisha followed Elijah to the T. He miss a beat. And he then he asked him for what? A double portion. He could ask him for that because of his level of submission to the prophet. All right, Kiana, what's yours? John 12, 24, it reads, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. So you said God is causing us to die to ourselves in this place. We must die to ourselves. Amen? So I'm going to stop right there. And then I'm going to read a little bit out of this book. Kiana went and found the book, y'all. I wouldn't go tell nobody. I'm going to tell them. She found this book. But this book is out of print, probably. It's out of print. And I got a whole bunch of them. I'm waiting for you to find it. I got a bunch of them. I, I said out of print. You know, when, when stuff is out of print, they, they it costs more, a lot more. Anyway, all right, where did we stop at? Do y'all remember? <coughs> on, a, on a new chapter. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Formed in the womb. I think that's the one I wanted to read. Um, I think that's where I started. So, okay. Now, this is her experience. 
Read Psalms 139 and 13. I think that's talking about you knew me. You can read it, Ramesh. If you get it, whoever gets it. Thirteen. You formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works in that my soul knows very well. So you formed me in my mother's room. You did form my inward parts. And, and the Amplified verse says, you did knit me together in my mother's room. So she's talking about her uh, Juanita being developed spiritually in, the, in, her, in her spiritual womb. Amen. Amen. And this book, was you here when we started this? You never heard me read out of it? Okay, this is, this is the birthing of a prophet. And it's, it's actually written by uh, Vita Nichols, who she mentored Juanita Bynum. Y'all know Juanita Bynum to change. She ain't like she used to be. So she, you know, she's different. I'm not going to speak. <laughs> I kind of try to watch how I talk about, because she's anointed, but she's not. Sometimes when people go through things, things happen to them in their life. And it shifts them. So she shifted, so she's not the same. So I would tell you, if you look at some of her stuff, her older stuff tend to be much better than... What she's doing right now, especially on the lies. Look, you ain't never lie. You used to go to her stuff. <laughs> Freedom. Freedom. <laughs> Tell the truth and shame the devil. Hold your peace. <laughs> you don't want God to get you because, see, remember, she's still God's anointed. Amen. So you have to be careful. It's just like King Saul. King Saul was God's anointed, and God told David, to touch not my anointing, do my prophet no harm. And so even though he was a king, because God had anointed him, he was a king. And even though God, spirit, he, he, took, he, he took his spirit from him and caused an evil spirit to visit him, David still can touch him because God said, no, don't do that. Amen? Amen. All right. This is a first trimester, one to 12 weeks. There were many aspects of Juanita's development, but I want to start by focusing on the inward spiritual process. In other words... I'm starting where life begins, in the womb. Then we'll move into some of the things we encountered while walking out the stages of our development. During the first week of my spiritual pregnancy, I became more and more aware of the fetus growing in my womb. The effects of her presence were sure. I was definitely experiencing something like morning sickness. So she said it's, it was similar to uh, morning sickness. She's feeling sick. <laughs> and probably probably in her spirit, not literally, I don't think. Okay. <laughs> I became more okay. Um I was okay, for most women in the natural realm, the nausea and vomiting is often associated with morning sickness. 
and it wanes after the first few weeks. For me, it took longer. I felt tired. My body was working overtime to create a haven for this new baby to form. Honestly, I was shocked. So sometimes spiritually, when you're carrying something, you can almost literally feel like a pregnant person. Almost. Not exactly the same. So you may, you may become physically drained. You may become um, irritated. Um, it's like you need more. Like I need more word. I need more of the things of God. It's like I'm missing something. And so you're not going to get that. You're not going to get what you need through just coming to church, listening to the preacher, or being on the radio. You have to feed the seed that God has planted in your womb, your spiritual womb. Um, she said, oh, I was shocked. This was my first spiritual pregnancy, and my spiritual womb was behaving just like the physical uterus of a pregnant woman. I don't know about all that, but anyway. I remember the first stages of my natural pregnancy, how my uterus became in, in, engorged with nutrient-rich blood. And expanded to support the life of each of my babies. What a miracle. Because of new life, my body was generating more blood, which traveled through my heart to each unborn child. Closing my eyes and thinking of those precious times, I became aware of a familiar sensation. My spiritual heart rate was picking up. So... Spiritually, remember everything I read is spiritual, it's not natural. So she's not, to me, she's not really clarifying that. You'd be like, what, how did that happen? What was you experiencing? It just be different things that you experience that you may feel like, um, you may feel like it's something wrong, naturally speaking. Remember I said, even in intercession, when you intercede, in intercession you, um, you can begin to take on other people's feel things that other people are going through, and you will start thinking as you, like some sicknesses, and you ain't sick, ain't nothing wrong with you, but all you gotta do is pray, and when that thing lifts, and you pray and that thing's lift, it's really something you've taken on from somebody else. You begin to experience that agitation, irritation. Sometimes when you're spiritually pregnant, you feel agitated. You feel irritated. And you need to go pray instead of trying to find some relief somewhere. You know, sometimes you try to find some relief. You go eat. You go do this. You're trying to be feeling every trying to feel fine. Everything to feel this, whatever this is. And all you need to do is go pray and get in your word. And that thing will lift. All right, let me read this. Um, spiritually, the nutrient-rich blood of Christ became the life-giving source to my baby. Through his blood, she received the word, protection, and other um, essential elements for living in the spirit realm. The blood also expanded and stretched me out so that I would have room in, in my life to carry her to the next level. So spiritually, as a spiritual parent, you got to be able to carry the people in the spirit that God has given you. They're basically your, your babies. And so they come for nurture. They come for 
um, what do you call it, uh, to be fed, to get nutrients. So that's why sometimes y'all be like, where pastor at? Where pastor? Because you in his spiritual womb, and you want to be fed spiritually by your pastor. Like, well, he's a man. It doesn't got nothing to do with male and female. Because men carry babies too. Are you hearing me? Like what? Because ain't no male and female in who? In Christ. So you birth forth things and people too in the spirit realm. Isaiah 54, 2 and 3. Enlarge the place of thy tent and let, let them stretch forth the curtain of thy habitation. Spare not. Lengthen thy cords and strengthen thy, th thy stakes. For thou shalt break forth on the right hand and on the left, and thy seed shall inherit the Gentiles and make the desolate cities to be inhabited. Okay, she says, my heart started beating with even greater intensity and desire as my spiritual daughter began to rely more heavily upon me. I knew my family life would change and that everything we'd grown accustomed to would suddenly be different. Pregnancy changed everything. So now when I read when I read this, I, I, my mind kind of went back to um, one of the spiritual daughters I had up north and how God told me to do different things with her. And so even like take her and she came into my house. She stayed at my house. I labored with her. I labored with her in prayer. I took time and, and you know, prayed with her, shared with her, whatever I needed, God needed me to do to help Bertha forth. And um and she, you know, she she was like a little stubborn or whatever. I had some few things I had to deal with with her. And so I don't know, I'm just thinking about that how and it changes everything. So even teaching her different things that were taking place spiritually um in her life, things that she did not Understand, she would have dreams, they would be vivid dreams, and they would actually happen things that would happen. And so, um, I don't know. So, I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking about this. So, you have to, when you know that a person is your spiritual parent, you have to pull on what God has put in them for you. Are you hearing me? Because it's going to help your growth, it's going to help your development, it's going to help you mature. So you can't be like, um, I am not doing that. I ain't, I am not, I'm not finna call the pastor five times. You might need to call him five times. I'm not finna bug Prophetess Sheila, cause she got, you may need to bug me. And then it's not me, you gotta be pulling on who? Oh That's the whole key. So it ain't, it ain't, it's not about the flesh. Cause I discern where you are spiritually. I know where you are spiritually. I know how much seed you got in you, how much word you got in you. I can tell when you open your mouth. I said I can tell when you open your mouth. I really can. Not necessarily by what you say. I hear the weight of the, what's in you. I hear what's in you. If it's hollow, shallow, or if it's heavy. Amen? Okay. So it said, pregnancy changed everything. I knew that I would need adequate prenatal care for spiritual support, so I had to stay in a constant state of prayer, communing with the great physician during prenatal checkups. 
So she said, look, I had to walk with God. I couldn't miss a beat when it came to, to uh, you know, birthing and carrying her in the spirit. I couldn't. I, I couldn't waste time. So there may be times when you might want to chit-chat. I ain't finna chit-chat with you. I got to, I can't. I may not help you. I may say, you're going to walk through that. But that's part of the process. Are you here? All right, second, second trimester. Let me do. Let me try to do the three trimesters and get y'all out of here. I mean, the trimesters and get y'all out of here. No, I can't do all three of them. So let me just do two. Cause what time is? It? Let me get out of here. Uh, Okay. It says she said the second trimester is week thirteen through twenty-seven. My first trimester passed, and praise God, I no longer had morning sickness. However, this was still a high-risk pregnancy. The threat of miscarriage was real. I was still very much in the adjustment process, and so that has to do with even had to do with the relationship between her and her. <laughs> I was still very much in the adjustment process. As time passed, the baby's demand on my body began to cause aches and pains. I wasn't sure I wanted to handle. That's when I considered abortion, but it was too late. I had to carry my spiritual child full term. Something unexpected was happening that was different from my natural pregnancy. I remember feeling my best during the second trimester. trimester. Most of the initial discomforts had passed and the aches and pains of the final trimesters were a couple of months away. This time, however, as our daughter began to grow and the muscles and ligaments that supported my uterus began to stretch, I felt extremely uncomfortable. I also had a hard time sleeping. Like what? <laughs> because our spiritual baby sometimes kept me up at night with her own personal growth issues. So when you carry somebody, sometimes you be up at night. You be you get irritated. Like I said, you get irritated. Um, sometimes you just need to go pray for them. I just need to go pray for you. Jesus, Lord, help. Um, you don't know why you up. I don't know why I'm up. So, and it might not be a person. Say, for instance, if you're birthing forth ministry or you're birthing forth your business. So, you'll start experiencing different things that you can, like, what is this? Why I can't sleep? You know, only I'm only, I'm only moving on four hours of sleep. You know, because you need to go pray. You don't need to get up in the middle of the night and go come call me. I'm just saying. <laughs> you need to get up in the middle of the night and go watch TV or get on the internet. Hello. You need to go pray. Get in your word. Because God is waking you up to nurture the seed that's in you or that's in your womb. The spiritual womb. Okay? All right. So you will be uncomfortable. You will find, hard, find it hard to sleep. Amen. Juanita continued to develop and I steady gained the needed weight in the spirit to support both our lives. I said the what in the spirit? Not physical. <laughs> then suddenly I began to feel back strains, pressure that 
resulted from ministering to her needs and in some ways neglecting my own. So it's like the, the person is pulling, they're pulling, they're pulling, pulling, pulling on you. So even as a leader, you have to continue to put what you need in you to be able to support mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. Are you hearing me? Yeah. That's what a baby does. Completely. Pull on you. The baby takes all your nutrients, all your vitamins. Even if you don't eat, it's going to take whatever you have in your body. It's going to take it. And then you will be malnourished. Exactly. As I relied more and more upon him, the Lord showed me how to lessen the discomforts that were inevitable. In other words, I had to spend more time waiting upon the Lord. Isaiah 40, 27, and 31. Grab that real quick. Isaiah 40, 27, and 31. I think that's the day that wait upon the Lord. He shall renew their strength. He shall my love with Isaiah 40. Mm-hmm. And 27 through 31. Okay, 27 reads. <clears throat> Why do you complain, Jacob? Why do you No, no, 40. Oh, you got 40? Yeah. 27 through 31? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Why do you complain, Jacob? Why do you say, Israel? My way is hidden from the Lord. My cause is dis disregarded by my God. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youth grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. So he's saying, God don't get weary, so why are you weary? So sometimes when you carrying some, you can become weary. You know, you carrying people in the spirit, you can become weary, you can become tired, you become exhausted, you know. Um, and so, so what she's saying is she had to continue to go to God and continue to give that word, take that, take and pray to God. <laughs> And saying the word. She said, I had to exercise the word, lift my concerns and petition to him in prayer, and learn in all of the changes that were taking place around me to rest in his embrace. Jesus was so faithful. And so then sometimes when you're caring, it seems like spiritually, like all hell will be breaking loose. And, and it's to get you off and get you out mm -hmm. of that place. Jesus was so faithful he helped me to work through my pregnancy issues and at the same time met every need of the daughter that would soon come forth now I know I ain't gonna say that okay Acts. sometimes you can abort it you can abort you can abort you, you can abort. The person that you're carrying can abort. They bail out. They, they man overboard. And they run out of the, that place of fire. Because see, when you, when you, when you bring forth a person, they gonna, you're going to go through the fire in the process. It's like, you know, being in the womb, the baby is nurtured, nurtured, but God is developing you naturally. 
or spiritually. He's developing you spiritually, but you're going to go through some stuff. You, you understand? Does that make sense? So you have to nurture the child, but the child going to go through the fire. And so you right there to kind of like help them through the process. But if it gets too hot, it becomes too much. Like for them, like this is too much for me. I'm gone. They aborted. I said they aborted. So you have to make sure you don't abort it. Are you here? Because the mama, spiritually, the mama, the daddy, whoever, the spiritual parent or whatever, say spiritual parent, because I want to say mama, daddy. They're not into aborting their babies unless they just don't know. All right, Acts 17 and 24 says, God, God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is the Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands, neither is worship with men's hands, as though he needed anything, seeing he giveth to all life and breath and all things, and hath made of one blood all nations of men to dwell on all the face of the earth, and hath determined the times before appointed, and the bounds of their habitation, that they should seek the Lord, if Happily, they may feel after him and find him, though he be not far from every one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being, as certain also of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. It's Acts 17, 24 through 28. In the natural, a baby starts moving for the first time between weeks. 16 and 20. In medical terms, this thrilling event is called quickening. Likewise, our daughter was quickened in the Holy Spirit during this time. She started learning how to live, move, and have her being in God. So not in the flesh, not doing fleshly stuff. But learning how to walk in the spirit, learning how to live in the spirit, learning how to do everything by the spirit of God. Like I was telling, um, I don't know if I was telling them, I just had the thought that, you know, sometimes you just sit before God. And God is there. You just sit there. And you learn to move with God. You don't move ahead of him. You don't just do stuff. You may make plans, but them things are shift and change. When you are when you are allowing God to lead you, and so that's that's the first stage or the first step of really learning how to live in the Spirit, walk in the Spirit, move in the Spirit. It has to be a consistency every day, every day, everything we do. Like my nail polish, I asked the lady. I mean, the lady asked me, what color did I want? I looked at a lot of colors. I took pictures of them. I took pictures of the whole little table thing. Then I sat down, and I said, God, what color do I need to put on? I'm just acknowledging you. I know what I like. I like that, that, that. I like a lot of stuff, but what color should I wear? Silver? The cat eye color. They had a cat eye color. I said, cat eye? 
child. It was pretty too. The Holy Ghost said, pink. Plain. I could do like y'all do that. <laughs> then when I sat down, the Holy Spirit said, but put some silver on. Some silver. So I told the lady, I said, wait, 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 wait. Silver. Add some silver. <laughs> Y'all know I don't know what I'm doing, right? You can, she can tell. She said, this is your first time you hear those. I said, no, I used to get them done a long time ago, but um, so about 10 years ago. I really did. I ain't like, I ain't into it. Like, put some diamonds on them. I was looking at them doing airbrush and diamonds. and I mean, that was getting loaded. God said, no, nope, put all that stuff. Yes, yes, Lord. Okay, let me quit. That's, this is Kiana. <laughs> all right, let me quit. Her movements in the spirit signified. Her movements in the spirit, y'all, signified that she was a true prophetess in the making. She began to move forward and make her, make her effect known. So did I read the part about when she came in and she was preaching and ministering in the church? I skipped it. I don't know if I skipped it. I really want to read that. I think I started to skip this part right here and read just going over there. But I really felt like I needed to read this about the trimesters and going through this little process. She began to move forward and make her effects known. Yes, her development in my spiritual womb was becoming more apparent. My prenatal care also stepped up during this season, including testing her health, improving her viability and growth according to 1 Thessalonians, Thessalonians 5.21. Prove all things and hold fast to that which is good. Testing was inevitable. She had to know where she was versus where she should be in her spiritual development. I, she said she had to know where she was versus where she should be. Because sometimes you can think you someplace and you really ain't. And so the testing and the trial showed you where you are. And then sometimes God will use the leaders to bring the test to you so you'll see clearer. Hello. All right. That ain't in the book. It says she had to know, okay, I had to check her character so that she could discover her resilience, I mean her resilience in the things of God. Which she developed the ability to withstand the persecution, changes, and storms that would come her way as she came forth in the womb. I had to be certain. So the, the character, being able to stand in the storm, being able to, y'all see that post I wrote? I did this post when I went to a conference, and it was the last conference. No, it wasn't the last conference. It was before y'all came. I went to this conference, and I got down in Lafayette, and it was raining. Oh, it was raining. The clouds started getting dark. It was a storm. It was a tornado somewhere. I know it, because I had never been 
I don't think I've ever been in a storm like that. It got dark and the clouds was low. And you can see, I can see in front of me, I can see the road. Normally, most of the people that was on the road, they got over and parked. They got put, they parked in the rain. I mean, they parked yeah, in the rain, under the bridge, and they parked in the rain, not under the bridge. Some of them got off, but I kept going. Because the Holy Spirit said, keep going, drive and go forward. Ride through the storm. And I was like, what? <laughs> but I kept going. I had somebody else in the car. They were scared as I don't know what. Another saint of God. She was scared as I don't know what. But I was praying. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, you spoke to the storm and I command the storm. See, and I kept on riding. Because the Holy Ghost said, keep going. Keep going. See, when the Holy Ghost said keep going, it don't matter what is there. Mm -hmm. You need to keep going. Because, and eventually, you, I seen funnel clouds, Jeremiah, over in the field. Oh, I could see him. I was like, God. Hmm. And it kept, you know how, you know how up the road is like darker? It was darker. But God said, keep going. And I'm telling you, I drove by the by the grace of God and the hand of God through that storm. And, and you know what? The conference I was going to was called Surge. And that's what the storm was like. It was like a storm surge because it came suddenly, like whoosh. And so God gave me revelation through that. All right, let me read this. This reminded me of several tests that are ministered for high-risk pregnancy. They are designed to either identify or rule out any problems, defects, or disorder in a child's genetic makeup. God does the same thing in the spirit realm. He tries each person's heart and proves his or her development. Here are a few of the natural prenatal tests. The ultrasound is a routine test that performs on all that's performed on all expected mothers. It uses sound waves to create an internal picture by the developing baby. During this process, the medical caregiver can pinpoint the age of the fetus, de de detect multiple embryos, and spot conditions such as neural tube effects. The alpha fetoprotein test is used in the prenatal diagnosis of multiple births or birth defects that could affect physical, emotional, or mental development. The, amo, the am, amniocentesis test is generally offered to women who have an increased risk of birthing a baby with genetic disorders. During this procedure, a needle is inserted through the abdomen into the uh, sac. Yes, to withdraw the amniotic fluid. Then cells directly, then cells directly from the fetus are tested for chromosome, chromosome, chromosomal effects, like chromosome effects. 
The glucose tolerance or blood sugar test identifies whether or not a pregnant woman has uh, gestational diabetes. The hemoglobin test measures the amount of red blood cells in the blood. Too few blood cells indicates anemia. Now let's look at these tests in the spirit. The ultrasound reveals to us who our child was in her fetal stages. While she was, while she was in the early stages of divine construction, God created a picture of her in the womb, and from seeing this picture, it revealed to us who she would be at the end of the process. So it's just like when your leader tell you they see this or they see that, they see the end. God let them see you finished, not where you are. And guess what? God wants you to see you finished. He don't want you to see where you are. Because if you can see where God is taking you, he will reveal that to you. But that's predicated upon your relationship, your, um, your um, inquiring and seeking God, and your death process. It's all predicated upon that. God does not um, take pleasure in or he doesn't, yeah, God doesn't take pleasure in, neither is he glorified when you don't know who you are. When you know who you are, then you can bring God the glory that is due unto him. So he wants you to know who you are. Amen. Amen. All right, I'm almost done. Yeah, I'm going to go to the third trimester and start with pick that up. Yeah, a little bit more, okay. Um, the alpha fatal protein test sought out any missing parts in her spiritual development. As a result, God restored some of the things Satan desired to steal during this process. This spiritual test revealed our daughter was underdeveloped in some chromosomal areas, which means that God, that as God began to divide areas in her life, the nucleus of, of who she was in the spirit needed to be reinforced. Yet again, God was faithful. In his grace and mercy, he healed and filled what had been missing and defective. During the high-risk nature of pregnancy, the genetic disorders that have historically hindered the development of prophets, the great physician had to administer an amocytosis. Y'all know I can't say it. This was extremely uncomfortable for both of us. In other words, God had to prick me in order to test her. That's when I discovered areas where I had been in the way. So sometimes you may want apostle or prophet is blah, 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 and God say, no. Nope. Mm -mm. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> that right there. <sighs> It hurt me to require that Juanita go through this test, but we all knew it was for her greater good. Two final spiritual tests were administered directly to me, glucose tolerance and hemoglobin. These tests had to make sure the blood of Christ was serving its purpose. 
I had to let it wash and cleanse us in purity. I couldn't let anything contaminate the process because only the blood was powerful enough to sustain both her life and mine. Let me say the blood of Christ has always been and will always be filled with supernatural power. So listen, sometimes that's why sometimes the leader may tell you, don't be connected to that. Don't connect to this person or don't connect to that. And you know, I'm always telling you, don't let people poison you. Because once you get poisoned by things that you hear from people, that's got to be gotten out of you. That, that has to be gotten out in surgery. You don't just go nowhere. But that seed be there. And that thing hinders you. It hinders your growth. It hinders your development. It hinders you. When, when, when you allow people, uh, the enemy, through people to get in your ear and plant a seed, because this is a gate, and it's connected to your mind, which is connected to your heart. And so when, when that happens, you, your, your process could be aborted because that has to be dealt with. Are you hearing me? Well, you get to looking at, I'm going to use me. You get to looking at me funny. Like, who she thinks she is? Folks have poisoned you. God. Oh, God, I see. I'm going to expose the devil. Talking about, I'm, I'm, I'm doing bad things to them. I'm saying mean things to them. You just need to die. You're fooling yourself. And you don't want to go through the process of death. You want me to compromise with your flesh. That ain't none of y'all in here. But I'm saying some of the people, are, it ain't. Some of the people come and speak that stuff in your ear because they ain't ready to die. And you better discern what's going on. That's why I, I really work hard not to put my mouth on leaders, other leaders. Because some of them call me everything but a child of God. And then when you connect with it, it abort your process. And then the devil in them tell, look at you and say, well, why you ain't this and why this ain't that? It's because you connected to stuff that you shouldn't be connected to. Because if they is against your leader, they really is against you. So they really is signed by the devil to stop your process. Hello. And I ain't teaching, I'm not teaching like cultic or we the only one. No. Like somebody came to me the other day and I know this leader ain't right. They ain't been right. God showed me in the beginning when they came, they connected with us. God showed me that they had some stuff going on and stuff and it took, it's taking years. But now that stuff is being exposed. But that leader has been uh, all messing with women and everything else. We ain't helping the people of God. Taking advantage of women. All right. But then you got people that just love them to death. Just love them. Oh, I just love them. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Hood wink. <laughs> what? Hood wink. Yeah, they hood wink and bamboo. And what's the other one? Tree. Tree. No, whatever. What is it? Beguiled. Beguiled, whatever. <laughs> Huh. 
I, I can't stand it. I just can't stand it. Probably she would got a problem with that. I don't call no names. They don't call no names. But honey, you done had that couple hovering over you and God's mercy has been there for you. But now you exposed. Mm -hmm. You are uncovered. Because mm -hmm. you ran across the wrong, you ran across, you ran up in the wrong church and connected with the wrong people who seen your mess. <laughs> seen who seen you. Oh uh, you hear me? I seen them too, but I'm finna go. That wasn't that God ain't tell me to do that. I'm just gonna pray for you. And I'm praying for the people that's been hurt and wounded by you. Milking them like a cow. It's all about the money. The money and the skirt. Alright. Help me, Jesus. Alright, so let me read. I, I would let his blood flow freely through every part of my being so that Juanita could receive an untainted anointing. I got to go back over that. Mm. Let me say, let me say the blood of Christ has always been and will always be filled with, with supernatural power. My tests reveal whether I would let his blood flow freely through every part of my being so that Juanita could receive an untainted anointing, uncontaminated, pure. It was during this trimester that Juanita's presence in our lives quadrupled in size and effect. She began hearing and responding to sounds in the spirit. And slowly but surely, God started regulating every area of her life. It took time for her to grow and to come into the understanding of who she was destined to become in Christ. And like a natural pregnancy, she became more active as time progressed. I felt each one of her kicks, nudges, and jabs. I'm going to stop right there because the third trimester is the next one. And so you see this this process um things happen spiritually that i i'm not saying like naturally but it's a development and some of it some of what you go through when you enduring dealing with the leaders has to do with you being coming forth right if i can say it like that or being pushed or burnt out the womb right and you can't run. So you got to learn how to submit. You got to learn how to come under. You got to learn that. Because your development is based on your submission. Your accuracy and your clarity. And even your weight of the anointing is based on your submission. See, every person up under, up under us in this house should carry more and do more than we do. The anointing on you should be greater. Are you hearing me? We set up under leaders that are, that are anointed. But there was an anointing on us that, 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 that we, we, we didn't experience in their house. And we received their impartations. But it was based on submission, that level of submission and following. And see, it's hard to teach this. You know why? 
It's so hard to teach this because you got so many uh, people that have been wounded and hurt and, you know, uh, by leaders and, and ministry just using them or different things that they've walked through. But then when you come, and, and I, I don't want to call them fake, but maybe they just wasn't ready. I don't know. But then when you come into the place where somebody has what you need and they have the ability to help you to get where you need to get, you be reluctant. You be reluctant. Are you hearing me? So you have to, you got to get it. Jeremiah. It's all for your making. The anointing is going to manifest in your life. Ain't nothing going to stop it. It's but you. The Bible be, says, be swift to hear. Listen. Slow to speak. Listen. Listen. Amen. Thank Apostle. I listened to him Sunday. Did y'all enjoy him Sunday? Mm -hmm. My God. I was eating too. Mm -hmm. But we, we got to line up. Prophet, prophets, prophets, apostles, pastors, evangelists, teachers. They got to come forth in here. The house has to have a presbytery. Well, it just be us when everything falls in line. And the other comes in the door, but they're not coming before time. That's the kind of house this is. I said, that's the kind of house this everybody, everybody has to be positioned. God not going to send them in here, and we ain't ready. Are you here? We still got to be corrected. We still got to be instructed. You're supposed to be right here. Well, you're not on your post. Stay on your pole. Stay on the wall. Amen? Any questions? You don't got no questions? No. <laughs> Freedom? No, Comments or concerns? <laughs> Was it clear enough for y'all? Yes, sir. I know it's clear for you. You probably read the whole thing. I didn't even look at you. Bless you. I'm waiting on you to have it so I can return it. Hallelujah. I, I'm, I'm going to try to go look in there Saturday in my garage. I have no idea. I have looked, but it's like they're not there. I've looked. Bless you. Bless you. Briefly. Who did pray? Matern, come on, dismiss us. I love you. I love you. I love you. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited about what God is doing. Father God, we thank you. Oh, let's stand. Let's stand. Father God, we thank you 
And we give you all honor, glory, and praise. Father, we thank you, O God, for allowing us to gather here together once more. Father God, we thank you, O God, for being in our midst, O God. Father God, we thank you, O God, for your spirit, O God. We thank you, O God, for the anointing, O God. Father God, we thank you, O God, for deliverance that came forth, O God. We thank you, O God, for revelation, O God, and the impartation, O God. Father God, we thank you, O God, that you are taking us deeper and deeper into you, O God. Father God, we thank you, O God, for the prompting, O God, Oh God, we thank you, oh God, for the stretching, oh God. Father God, we thank you, oh God, for what you are doing in us, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for the birthing, oh God, that is being taking place, oh God. Oh, Father God, we just thank you, oh God, hallelujah, oh God, and we give you honor, glory, and praise, oh God. We thank you, oh God, that we shall carry, oh God, full turn, oh God, that we will not obey, oh God, that we will not
He said he couldn't see him. He was trying to catch him in the dream. He said, yeah, they was trying to do witchcraft. But it was like they was trying to gear it toward me. Like, you know, it wasn't at him. It was at me. But the witch and the crab. We're going on. Ah, oh, Matern, you okay? Are you battling sickness? You know, I was sick all, uh, double well, you know, last week. I know. I'm like two days in a row. I mean, two weeks in a row.